Hi, everybody. My name is Andy Hill, and I'm here with my music partner, Renee Safier. Hello. Welcome to the eighth installment of Talkin' Bob Dylan. We're going to take a break this week from the types of Bob Dylan songs discussion from the previous few weeks. We don't want to be seen as a couple of fawning, mentally ill Bob Dylan fans, but rather the sober, analytic, just-the-facts-ma'am critics that our friends all know. (laughs) So we're interrupting the theme because something's been stuck in our craw. The opening of this week's podcast played a little unmixed snippet of a Bob Dylan song called Dark Eyes from the 1986 album. Empire Burlesque. That's right. And uh, that that song has an OCO of 0.26. So we're calling the next two podcasts... What was he thinking? We're basically talking about two things. One, how could he have left this song off that album? And two, today's podcast. Why doesn't he play this song more often? So, Renee, uh, Emotionally Yours had an OCO of 0.26. What's the OCO on Chimes of Freedom? Well, Andy, to get that coefficient, we take the number of years the song's been around. In this case, say, for an example, why don't we use Chimes of Freedom? That was recorded in 1964, so it's now 2017, so it's about 53 years old. So the denominator of this fraction is 53, and the numerator is the total number of times he's performed it in concert, which is 56. Well, you do the math. That makes the Chimes of Freedom OCO rounded up to the second decimal point, 1.05. 1.05, huh. And what does that tell us? Well, you'd imagine that the greater the song is, the more likely Bob would be to play it. But no. So, for example, Quinn the Eskimo, probably not one of the songs that had the Nobel Committee passing notes back and forth, has been heard by Dylan fans six times as often as Sad-Eyed Lady of the Lowlands, which has been played zero times, and Lay Down Your Weary Tune, number that's one time. So combine those two really fantastic songs that have been played once, Quinn the Eskimo, six times as many. Now, like a Rolling Stone, that's 52 years old, and it's been played 2,011 times. So it has an OCO of 38.67, which is a pretty high figure for Bob. And what does OCO stand for, Renee? Well, Andy, that stands for, oh, come on, which was the response we had when we learned that Dylan had never played love as a four-letter word in concert at all. <laughs> All right. You can do this at home, folks. (laughs) All you need is a calculator and a whole lot of free time. So for the balance of this podcast, we're going to establish a little historical equilibrium or 
just in case you've forgotten how the song goes because Bob couldn't be bothered to ever sing it again in your town. We're going to start with a song called Seven Curses. It's 54 years old, two performances, an OCO so low we had to take it to a third decimal place. Uh, it comes in at .037. This is Renee Safe here singing it from our album. It takes a lot to laugh. O'Reilly stole a stallion But they caught him and they brought him back And laid him down on a jailhouse ground With an iron chain around his neck That her father was going to hang She rode by night and came by morning With gold and silver in her hand When the judge saw Riley's daughter His old eyes deepened in his head Saying That's 
six diggers cannot bury him. That seven deaths shall never kill him. Well, it's a little hard to believe that he's hardly ever played that song live. It's so sad and so beautiful and such a cinematic um, piece, don't you think? I mean, you can really picture what's going on in that song. Absolutely. So uh, we're going to mention a couple of other ones here. So I was, uh, when we were doing our research on this, I was really, it's just amazing, you know, when you think about it, how many songs Bob Dylan has written and so many great songs. And so you can see how he would have trouble picking uh, what song to play for his set. But he does perform a lot, and he has performed a lot his whole life. And I was kind of curious to see the song Queen Jane Approximately, which is one of my favorites. It was released in 1965, but he never played it live until 1987. And he did that in Foxborough, Massachusetts. So I can just kind of picture some of these, you know, really big Bob Dylan fans at that show. And they're loving that song from the album. And then, you know, he plays it. And, you know, I, I'm thinking of our friend April Montera. You know, you, you could just know that she would be going, he's never played this in concert <laughs> yeah. ever. You know, and all the people exactly like her so excited that he actually played it. So we're going to move on to another song that we uh, recorded on our CD, It Takes a Lot to Laugh. And this is a an incredibly beautiful song called You're Going to Make Me Lonesome When You Go. And you'll be a I'm sure you'll be really interested to know that the oh, come on factor for this beautiful piece is a disappointing 0.28, which means that the song is 43 years old. But Bob only thought it was, you know, like was in the mood to play it 12 different times. I've seen love go by my door It's never been this close before Never been so easy or so slow I've been shooting in the dark too long When something's not right, it's wrong You're gonna make me lonesome when you go Dragging clouds so high above I've only known careless love it always did hit me from below But this time around it's more correct Right on target, so direct You're gonna make me lonesome when you go Purple clover, queen and lace Crimson hair across your face You could make me cry if you don't know I can't remember what I was thinking of You might be spoiling me too much love You're gonna make me lonesome when you go Flowers on the hillside blooming crazy Crickets talking back and forth in rhyme Blue river running slow and lazy I could stay with you forever and never realize the time 
Situations have ended sad Relationships have all been bad Mine have been like Valaines and Rambo But there's no way I can compare All them scenes to this affair You're gonna make me lonesome when you go That was a track that Bob released on Blood on the Tracks, my personal favorite album of all time. And, uh, well, before we play the last song, a little bit of discussion. His song, When the Ship Comes In, from the times they are changing, was played uh, initially. <laughs> he played this song when he opened for Martin Luther King at the March on Washington in 1963. I can't imagine as a performing artist how you would decide what you were going to play for, uh, for, to open up for an orator of that magnitude. And Bob Dylan chose his brand new song, When the Ship Comes In. Uh, having done that, he played it only three more times, once at Carnegie Hall, once at the Royal Festival Hall in London in 64, and then for two, two decades didn't touch it until he joined Keith Richards and Ron Wood at Live Aid, which some people would might argue wasn't a performance at all. <laughs> uh, but we can uh, you know, subject for another time. Um, I think along with, uh, with Ship, um, he didn't play Pawn in Their Game. He only played that same time period, only a Pawn in Their Game about um, Medgar Evers. He played it eight times. He played with God on Our Side. He's only played it 29 times. And uh, something that came up in the research that was interesting to me was he's played Chimes of Freedom 56 times since 1964. So he's a little over one time per year. Um, but he only played. He played it four times in 1964 to start, and then he didn't play it again until 1987. 
just left. How can you leave Chimes of Freedom off your set list for that long? It's it's mind-boggling. And it speaks to the the reach of those those early songs, the political songs, the songs of social commentary that in some cases he just hands them off and the culture picks them up. Mm-hmm. Because a song like, uh, especially, say, with God on Our Side or Chimes of Freedom, um, we recognize those titles still, and they're the best songs in their form. I guess maybe he would argue they don't need to be played that often uh, because that's how great they are. Although I would argue they need to be played more <laughs> because yeah. of how great they are. Point well taken. <laughs> All right, for, to close the musical portion of this podcast, we're going to turn to uh, a love song that Bob wrote in 1986. This one is from Empire Burlesque, and this is Renee singing it. It's got an oh-come-on factor of .61. He's played this song 19 times since it was recorded in 1986, and here's our version in case in the great likelihood that you're never going to hear Bob sing it in your town. Teach me 
Okay, well, that was another track from our CD, It Takes a Lot to Laugh. And I just really want to mention our producer and dear friend and the amazing pedal steel player on all these tracks. That's uh, Marty Rifkin. All right, well, we've touched on a few of the great songs Bob hasn't seen fit to perform live very much in this week's podcast. And in next week's podcast, we're going to look at a very special song that Dylan hasn't even played once. So we want to make sure you guys come back and listen next week for that one. All right. Well, my name is Renee Safier. And I'm Andy Hill. And we're the producers of Dylan Fest, which is held here in Los Angeles every May. In addition to our love for Bob Dylan, we have 15 CDs, including nine CDs of our own songs. And you can buy our music and find out where we're playing at our website, which is www.andyandrenee.com. And if you're in the L.A. area, we perform every Friday night at the Ports of Call restaurant in San Pedro. And you never know, we might be coming to your town. Keep checking that website. Okay, we'll see you next time. This has been Talking Bob Dylan. <laughs>